Trigger warning. If you're the kind of person who needs trigger warnings, or the kind of person who hates people who need trigger warnings, you might be offended by this podcast. Debbie Doubters features crude, explicit, and unladylike language that might be offensive to men's rights activists and countess dowagers from the 1900s. Consider yourself warned. Coming at you from the intersection of feminism and atheism, I'm Amanda. And I'm Liz. And welcome to Debbie Doubters! Hey everyone, and welcome to Debbie Doubters, your weekly dose of news, politics, and pop culture from a feminist, atheist point of view. Thanks for joining us, and hey, Liz, we have an extra special person in the audience today. We do. In the sound booth, we have Maria. Hola. Hola. (laughs) Because it was a little too vanilla up in here, so we needed to get a a a little caramel swirl. A little caramel, a little swirl. Hey, Maria, welcome. It's sad when I'm the... (laughs) <laughs> you're the token <laughs> you're our token <laughs> well welcome nonetheless and um yeah Great to be here thank you maria was just educating us about the go girl if you have to pee on the go apparently it's a feminine device that allows you to pee standing up in an upcoming episode all three of us will simultaneously try and urine through it yes try to urine (laughs) 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 i I told you i've been like exhausted for a week for no like just the sickness it's the post-holiday blahs it's you know what else has me has me blah right now um because we're a week we're one week into 2016 and and there's already like this huge pile of stupid that the Christian conservatives have left Every on my doorstep. Year. <laughs> Every year. I mean, it started out kind of nice because we had President Obama um, do this amazing announcement, um, very emotional, where he announced a series of executive actions on gun control, you know, because our Congress is a bunch of spoiled kids who need to have dad do the heavy lifting for them. And so. the majority of Americans have been pushing for gun control reform not gun control nobody ever wants anybody to take anybody's gun no just don't necessarily think anyone should be able to buy a gun and use it to murder 50 people well and and the and of course you know he's trying to take all of your guns in fact from what i can understand on the internet (laughs) obama is going to be going house to house Oh, man. Starting this Tuesday, he's going to go house to house and just knock on your door. Do you have any guns? Where does he get the time? I really admire his time management. And if you're skills. dumb enough to say yes, then he's going to take your guns. Well, then, give me give me the guns. He's going to melt them down and create a statue of Nigeria. You would think, you would think that not only is he going to take your guns, but he's going to use your gun to rape your wife. Based on the like, uproar on social media. He would From use a very vocal your guns, minority. Hide your wife. Hide your wife. Hide your guns. Hide your wife. Because Obama's taking everybody out there. Exactly. So that happened. Um, now, his executive orders, I mean, basically, he's telling the alcohol, uh, what are they called? The alcohol, uh, it's the ATF, alcohol, tobacco, and firearms, because those are three things that should <laughs> go together. Um, you know, those are three things that go so well together. But he, he told them that basically, you guys need to do your job and you need to find people who are selling guns and tell them, hey, do you have a license? No, you need a license. Hey, are you doing background checks? No, you need to do background checks. That's all. But then, of course, everybody goes batshit insane and, and Obama's taking your guns. Well, part of the problem is the Republican response hasn't exactly been one of like, hey, this is clearly a, a, a global crisis that we're facing with <laughs> violence and weapons on the rise. We should be supportive. They're doing things like your buddy. Oh, no, it's not your buddy. It's not Mike Huckabee this time. It's Ted Cruz. Oh, Ted Cruz. One of Ted Cruz's. Ted Cruz, who is probably not an American, who probably can't <laughs> supply the right documentation to actually be president. I want to see his long-form birth certificate. Um, Has anybody I, seen that? I haven't. But no. I, I think I just heard that he's Canadian. He's like oh, he a was. Cuban, he in, Canadian. Yeah, he was born he was in goddamn Canada. goddamn Canadian usurpers. I know. Well, it's only a matter of America. time. If you're from Canada. We should build a wall and make the Canadians pay <laughs> for it. Get good stuff up here, eh? There was an episode of that on the, on South Park. There's a Donald Trump episode. And <laughs> they build a wall to Canada. And it, it's even, I was watching it like drunk in Vegas. And I like, we were watching the episode and I go, honey, this isn't about Canada. This is about <laughs> Donald Trump. 
and your favorite topic. The next scene is like <laughs> Donald Trump is the king of Canada and everyone has left Canada. But Donald Trump, the king of Canada, has built a wall to keep everyone out of Canada. And there's this little Canadian South Park character sitting on the wall and he goes, Hey, buddy, you can't come up here. We got good stuff back here, guy. <laughs> You're gonna have to turn around, friend. <laughs> Go back to <laughs> shitty America. Oh my god. Well, yeah. So I that even, there was like an actual wait. Oh, right. Ted Cruz. So no, Ted yeah, Cruz Ted Cruz has yeah. been posting a whole bunch of very inflammatory things, like his Photoshop pictures of like King Obama stealing our guns, and he wouldn't go through due process. So it's we're gonna blackball everything that you try to do. We're gonna mm -hmm. make sure the only thing Congress does is make sure nothing happens, and then when you take executive action to actually do something mm -hmm. and be a leader. We're going to call you King Obama and blame you for it. We're going to call you King Obama, but then we're going to call you weak at the same time. So you're weak and ineffectual, but you're also so powerful that we hate mm. you taking executive action. I'm so confused by these It's so people. confusing, but the thing is, if you're really stupid, you can't remember enough <laughs> or keep everything together enough. You only and remember what, the last thing they right, told you what, to, like, be mad, to be mad about. When was the last time you yelled at your dog and your dog was like, oh my god, I remember this from last Thursday. Like, my bad, bro. Or, exactly. you know, you, you got caught doing something your dog was like, listen, I thought you were talking with, you know, your boyfriend the other day that you were going to quit smoking and here you are, you know? No, dogs are just like, oh my god, chips. Oh my God, she's yelling, and that's what the majority of Americans. This is a window are. into Liz's life that we just <laughs> got right there. That's truly amazing. So speaking of speaking of idiots, I wish you guys could see it. Oh no, there's no way. <laughs> the hand gestures, the look of panic. You've you've already d decided that we're gonna film this at some point, Maria. It's so hot wait. here. It is. It's, it's. You were complaining about how cold it was. It's good. Oh no. <laughs> You guys are missing out on the other side of this podcast. We just saw this. About to get rated we, we PG-13. <laughs> so speaking of dumb people who forget that something just happened and, and they have like that brain that resets like a, like a car crash victim who forgets something 30 minutes after you've told them, uh, the Republicans have put through yet another bill to defund Planned Parenthood oh, and good. and to repeal Obamacare. Like this hasn't happened five times already. No, probably more than that. I don't even know what. I think what that's all they do. I think Congress goes in and they go, we're going to defund Planned Parenthood. We're going to debunk Obamacare. And if that doesn't happen, we're just going to go on strike and wait until it's been long enough that everyone will have forgotten we already did these things. And then we'll go for it again because America. Well, it's also a, an election year for a lot of these people. So I feel like that their job is basically at this point to say, you know, hey, we're still trying this one thing that you really care about voter base, you know, apparently the roads. Yeah. yeah, like roads don't matter. Education doesn't matter. Hey, all the fucking wars that we have going on right now, none of that matters. Defund, defund, defund Planned Parenthood. Defund Planned Parenthood. Can't let those ladies be in control of their, their lady parts. Are there foods that rednecks really like to eat that we can put some kind of poison into? Um, anything that's like Kool-Aid based. I think. <laughs> Slim Jims. Slim Jims. Let's we just put just like a, slim a, put rice in in all the Slim Jims. Just Slim Jims. <laughs> Problem and... solved. Maybe, I mean, is that genocide? Is it genocide when you want to kill rednecks or is that just mass murder? Well, they're not technically like an entire race. They're not a protected of, group. No, they're not really a protected group. So <laughs> This is why we need All Lives Matter. Me. But I'm the reason. You're the reason. I'm trying to kill all the rednecks. But believe it or not, that's not the worst thing that conservatives have done this week. Oh, because no? yet again, not just the whole repeal, you know, repeal Obamacare and defund Planned Parenthood. Gay marriage is also an issue again. Hey, remember when gay marriage became legal? I do. And everybody was okay with it? I No, nobody was okay with it. Well, well, lots of people were okay with it, but it wasn't like everybody was okay with it. The conservative base was still like, we're going to keep fighting despite true. the complete lack of logic and obvious going against the U.S. Constitution. But it felt like it calmed down for a little bit. It like didn't. It felt like it didn't? I don't think so. For like a hot second, I felt like... Not in like the... It t calmed down once Huckabee and like no neck fatty with the weird glasses went away. Well, it's a good yeah. description. Was there any kin? No neck fatty. Was that <laughs> um, Chris Christie? Well, it could be any number of people, but what's her name? Um... You know, I don't know. Anyway, yeah, Kim no. Davis was that her name? Oh, Kim oh, Davis. Yes. Well, once she stopped, you know, that's the thing. Once like once people no stopped caring about cow. her, exactly. Well, mm -hmm. she is a cow, but once people stopped caring about her, then it sort of became a non-issue. In fact, if she did anything, she kind of helped 
the case right. of the other side. She really did. Because she became this face, this really unfortunate face of, of anti-marketing. No, there. of anti-choice, mm -hmm. you know. And and then you saw her her protester, you know, all of her supporters that were standing outside and they literally had a chromosome to rub together. Like these Ooh, are people boy. who had no oral health hygiene at all. Right, at but there all. are, as we've been discussing, this is obviously the theme of the episode, is the goddamn yokels. That should it be is. the name of the episode. That's true, that's a very good point. No, it Debbie is. Debbie Doubters and those goddamn yokels. Those goddamn yokels. <laughs> they are real problems, So, So, gay marriage, so this week, um, in, in a blast from the past, Alabama Chief Justice Roy Moore Bans gay marriage. Well, he because doesn't. He just really. woke up. And yeah. He yeah. The they they he thawed, just got the memo. They thawed him out from whatever cryogenic freeze he had been in since <laughs> last year, and they yeah he um so he claims that only the four I guess there are four states mentioned in Oberfell versus Hodges versus Oberfell. I know I'm I'm pronouncing that right. Wrong. I mean, <laughs> God damn it! I'm doing it right, people. Stop, stop judging me when with your you eyes. When did you become a Republican? Stop judging me with your eyes, Liz. No, he. I just finished over well. And we don't even have wine this time. That's what's so funny about it. We should it. probably get some so we at least have an excuse. We have an excuse. No, we need cocktails. So he's saying that the four states that were mentioned in the case that went before the Supreme Court, those are the only states that this law pertains to. It's Every, not how the Supreme Court works. It's not how laws work. Which you work. would know if you were a judge. Yeah, it's not. Well, he And did. you were educated in any state but Alabama. Shockingly, he is the chief justice for the Supreme Court of Alabama. Oh, hey, so, y'all. That ain't right. You know, so I... I that boy ain't right. Right. So I tried to find news about this on Alabama's newspapers, like when this first came out, and all I could find were stories about football. Literally, <laughs> every story on there was about Roll Tide. Like there was no, you know. But then that says a lot. it does say a lot. It does say a lot. But this last, you know, couple of days, um, the people who are the editorial board of AL.com, which is Alabama.com, I guess that's the name of their newspaper. I don't know. They came out with a wonderful piece that calls more a, quote, two-bit politician wrapped in judicial robes, a grasper and attention seeker with delusions of grandeur. Yay. So good for you. Yay. Thank you, Alabama. You're not all goddamn yokels. We have two very good friends that are also from Alabama. So, But they left Alabama. I they like did. once you leave a state... You kind of, you know, you wipe a little bit of that off of you. Yeah, they fled. So I also did as well. But <laughs> when you flee the flee the south, you know, it's you usually dig for a tunnel. Yeah, you dig a tunnel. It's usually for a good reason. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like slavery. But it, you know it's bad when the when the daughter of George Wallace, everybody knows who George Wallace was. He was the segregationist governor of Alabama who wanted to keep black children from mixing with white children during the 1950s. His daughter came out and said that Moore is Roy Moore is even more dangerous than her father since he has actual power to commit uh, or to not commit to the civil rights of Alabama citizens. So when the daughter of George Wallace is coming out and saying, yo, this guy's fucking crazy. Watch out. You know, that. Yeah, says, that's pretty bad. That's pretty bad. That's pretty bad. But this is a guy, Roy Moore, just, you know, I had to do a little bit of digging and then it, it all came back to me. I remembered this guy. This is the guy who wanted to put the Ten Commandments statue out in front of the Supreme Court of, of Alabama. So this is a guy who says that this is a Christian nation by the fact that 90% of the churches in America are Christian, and it's certainly founded upon Christian principles. Therefore, the supreme law of the land is that the Constitution of the United States, which recognizes those principles. So let me just unpack that for you. So basically what he's saying is the Constitution was written with Jesus in mind, and therefore we're a Christian nation. Let that sink in. So this is this is a this is a guy who's hearsay, Your Honor. Yeah, it's hearsay. <laughs> <laughs> Move to strike from the record. <laughs> I think we need. Some, I think we need some proof. Third I person think. testimony is non admissible. Oh, uh, I I object on the grounds you're a hostile witness against Jesus. No. <laughs> <laughs> so. 
what is a hostile witness hostile. against Jesus? Uh, you're a hostile against hostile Jesus because you don't believe him. Are you? Yeah, I don't know. Yes, I, I don't know. So no, this is you know he put this statue of the Ten Commandments out in front of the Supreme Court, which you know separation of church and state, and mm-hmm. he you know and his his whole thing was that this was going to. Um, you know, basically meld these two that, you know, this is a restoration of the moral foundation of the United States. What it actually did was get the Satanists to build their own statue. Yes. So (laughs) this is the thing. So, you know, this illusion that we're a Christian nation, I think this is the biggest, biggest issue I have right now with a lot of things that happen in our, in our government right now seems to be revolving around these principles of, you know, Christ in government. And And the forefathers definitely wanted us to be a Christian nation, which is why they included in the Constitution (laughs) the separation of church and state. Right, right. Since the whole reason half of them had come over from England was because the church was so, like, totalitarian and telling everyone what to do. And the reason the British left the Catholic Church was because the church was so totalitarian and telling them what to do. And yet, somehow, those same people founded us with the idea that we would all jump on the Jesus train. Well, they didn't want they didn't want religion and government to be in the same boat. Right? Because in England to this day the the queen is the head of the Church of England. That's just their how they're set up. That's how their government is set up. You know, whoever replaces her, same thing. They'll be in charge of the Church of England. So, you know, that's the difference here in the United States when our founding fathers did come over, they did not want that. They did not want religion and, and this is why we have an establishment clause um, in the First Amendment that the government, they're not going to establish a national religion. And and this is the difference between then you have the Roy Moores of the world who feel like we're a Christian nation founded by Christian founding fathers. And Thomas Jefferson took a Bible and he cut out all the references to superstition and like supernatural anything. It was basically just a collection of Jesus quotes by the time he got done with it. <laughs> Honest God. And it's the Jefferson Bible. You know, he was a deist. A lot of these people, you know, consider themselves to be deists, but not theists. They believed in a higher being, but they weren't about to say that it was the Christian higher being. Yeah. You know what I mean? So so that's really concerning to me because we are seeing that happening so often now. And it's 20 fucking 16 now. You know, why is this even an issue still with some of these people? Oh, I think the part of the reason it's becoming more and more of an issue is because it's becoming less of an issue, if that makes sense. Because more and more people aren't going to church because more and more people no longer identify with a religion or mm-hmm. are agnostic or are atheist. And so people feel the urge when they're threatened to get loud and get angry about it. Right. Well, we talked about the threatening activists. Yeah. And we talked about that with the threatening of the status quo and everything. But I mean, I, I feel like it even goes deeper than that because now we're taking biblical you know, we're, it, what's the difference between this and Sharia law, I guess, is my question. Yeah, I don't know? think there is one. I think at the end of the day that that's a religion that's that's creating a law of the land is wrong. And I think right. that our forefathers agreed. If you believe that if the Bible tells you that homosexuality is wrong and the Bible is telling you that and that should be law because that's what the Bible is telling you. There's an in, and and you're a Supreme Court justice, you know, or you're a state Supreme Court justice. There's an inherent disconnect there between somebody who doesn't understand how law works and how the Constitution works, yet was elected by a state to represent them in the court because that state is so religious and believes that he, you know, represents their values. Yeah. You know, hey, you're gay. <laughs> Uh. (laughs) i don't know i mean i i know that religion and and homosexuality goes over so well like chocolate and peanut butter yeah Mm. you know when you've got a family that you know it's 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 just unfortunate it's like people you know who are gay deal with this in their own families they deal with this at work they deal with this everywhere it's like now you know once again we've got somebody who's in charge of actual laws you know imposing their beliefs on an entire group of people it's just it's wrong It's It's wrong and scary. It's homophobia and it's hate speech and it's awful. And it's old. It's getting Mm -hmm. really old. But, you know, it kind of, um, 
you know, it dovetails into another story that's happened this last week that I've actually been kind of watching with a lot of hilarity. And it's the Yalqueda people hold up in Oregon. Are they still there? I haven't even uh, checked. They are still there as far as I know. Yeah. Did you see their, like, clip of the snacks that they have? Like, no. their food, their preparation. First of all, it's the saddest preparation. I think I had more of a spread for my New Year's party. I think those are but the snacks you could poison. It's like, like exactly. That, that's your list. It's like a what, six, really? six, was six it, Oh, it, if you lights. wanted to wipe them all out. <laughs> They've got, like, some bags of chips. I mean, they're, like, their rations that it was a really bad spread. It was like they were having a bad party. A redneck party. Yeah, well, there were probably it was. some Slim Jim. Slim Jim. There Regrettably was, lack of rice and beans. There was a hashtag. Oh man, I wish I had remembered it. Um, but it was the lead singer of the Decemberists started this hashtag on Twitter about it was basically fan fiction between the men stuck in the wildlife refuge. Okay. Did you see that? And it was so much fun. It was like, so people were making fun of this. It obviously, it's a, but you know, their whole issue is that they believed it was an anti-government, you know, statement because the Bureau of Land Management, they felt had overstepped, you know, their bounds. And because, you know, the government was saying that somebody hadn't served all of their jail time for essentially using government land to feed their animals and then to hunt on those lands and then burn the land so that nobody could find out about it. Right. But they feel like they're within their right to do that because... Because the government took their land. Because the the government... government, It had been their land in the past. And during the recession, all of these farmers were like starving and they couldn't feed their livestock and they couldn't do anything. And Mm -hmm. they had all this land that they couldn't afford to keep up. And the government was like, well, we'll buy it from you and turn it into a wildlife refuge. And so they're like, wow, that sounds great. And then they decided, okay, well, we sold it to the government. We're saved. Let's go back over there. They're never going to notice. Exactly. And now the response is... Yalqueda. Yalqueda. But I feel, in my mind, my perception of mm-hmm. it is it's a bunch of rednecks fighting a wildlife preserve. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like happy little birds and like squirrels, maybe a bear. I'm not terribly familiar with Oregon wildlife, no, but I imagine that the, right. the deers are having like a con- like some sort of congress in the forest, like something right. from Bambi. Right. You know, and they're they're discussing how they're going to get rid of the rednecks. Well, it's just it's just a hot mess like these are the same people so the the Bundys are involved so I don't know if you're familiar with that family but they're you know there's a guy named Bundy down in I think it's Texas or Wasn't New Mexico or killer named Bundy? there were lots yeah and there was Al Bundy on, on the Married, Married with, with Children, children. But well, this... I assumed it wasn't them because they are <laughs> fictional people. <laughs> and unlike Christians, I know the difference between the stories and reality. Well, I'm glad. I'm really glad that, that you figured that out. So but... it's a serial killer and a bunch of rednecks versus yes. the cast of Bambi. Yes. <laughs> I'm so glad for the people who... D- Please don't use this as your only source of news. <laughs> Anybody listen to us. with the Daily Show. Or, I know. You know. No, the, this, this family, <laughs> this Bundy family, they're, they're very anti-government. They're very, um, you know, they believe kind of in this Old West sort of mentality of like the land is ours yeah. and we can raise cattle on it. We can have our cattle graze as much as we want to. So these guys got involved in this issue up in Oregon. This isn't even their fight. They got involved. They whipped up you know, all the yokels who know how to use the internet, which is a shocking number of them. And uh, they were all at the same internet cafe. They were all, yeah, I don't know. About, they all had to get off Grinder first oh, and then, uh, you know, and then made their way up to Oregon. But, but these are people who, again, they're anti-government, very pro-constitution. So I look at this Roy Moore and then I look at all these like broke back Oregon, Oregonians, whatever these guys are, however Oregon. Don't talk about Portland that way. No, Portland's Just because awesome. they dress colorfully. They do. Don't be homophobic. The America. dream of the 90s is alive in Portland. <laughs> and so is the dream of the 1890s, y'all. And it's the, the wild west. <laughs> Get off my land. <laughs> but these are these are people who believe, honestly, that believe that the Constitution is almost like a religious document that was handed down to them by God's own disciples, the and founding yet, fathers. Much like the Bible, mm-hmm. most of them haven't actually read it. Right, right. And so when 
when President Obama, who's an actual constitutional lawyer, like an actual actual constitutional law scholar, comes out and says, no, you guys have this wrong. This is how it's being interpreted. And they want to argue with him because all they understand is the Second Amendment means this. We can yeah. have our guns on this wildlife reservation. Bambi is <laughs> going... They're the ones who killed Bambi. You know what, though? They can have a gun on uh, national land, on federal land, because Obama passed a law, or not a law, but <laughs> he... he yeah, I know. But, but he approved this, like, I think it was like the first year he was president. Oh, yeah? Yeah, where you... It's now okay that you can take guns on, on federal, like, land. You can go to any park and just have a gun. So, I mean, it, I don't know. It's, it's just ridiculous to me. These people are seriously so paranoid about the government coming and taking things from them and... You know, I I don't know about them, but I mean, I'm okay with paying taxes as long as I have lights and roads and, roads and have, you know, yeah. I, I feel like they should be cut off from everything. Like when this I whole thing too. is over, they should not get internet. They should not get electricity. They should not, like if their house is burning down, they better learn how to put that shit out. You know? <laughs> yeah. I, um, I liked the Native American response. Oh, that, yeah, that was that, great. You know, that was basically like, yeah, when we tried that, we were all murdered. Yeah. And then put on camps. But yeah. we're glad these white guys are having fun, though. Like, yeah. Good, good on you, white guys. Well, let's, this isn't how it works for everyone else in the world. Well, let's listen to a clip of, of what they have to say. Good morning. My name is Jarvis Kennedy, Burns Bay Travel Councilman. I got a question for the world out there. Because all the eyes are on this little tribe here. What if it was a bunch of natives that went out there and overtook that, or any federal land? What would the outcome be? You think about that. What, what would happen? Would they let us come into town and get supplies and re-up? Tell them, ask them, think about that. We as Harney County residents don't need some clown to come in here and stand up for us. So, so yeah, I mean, those are people who, who literally, this is, you know, this is the land that they were kicked off of. Now here's a bunch of white people. And, and here's where I think my outrage comes in. The top, like what just blows my top is the fact that these, these people are able to take over a government building armed, stand their ground. I mean, yeah, we're all laughing at them because they're ridiculous, but if they were any color, other than beige. They would have gotten shot when they got out of yeah. the car. Oh my god. Like, this wouldn't even be a thing. Like, there there would have been co cops just surrounding Minefields on site. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there would have been minefields, drones. <laughs> drones. They, would, they would have brought in drones. Come down. So, yeah. And, and you know, it, this irrational fear that the government is going to turn tyrannical and take all their guns and take all their land and rape all their women and, you know, and it's the same fear that extremist Christians have in the country who believe that the government is currently being run by a Muslim and who wants to take all of their freedoms and allowing gay marriage. So I, I just saw those two things happening this week and that just really kind of like, ugh, two peas in a pod, these people. Well, one of the things I wanted to talk about in my little pet peeves of the week, when, yeah. and it ties in really well to this, is why is it when white men commit crimes, we make excuses for them the same way we make excuses for victimizing every other group? Because we will make excuses for white men. You know, he didn't know what he was doing. He was, it was an accident. He was just scared. He was affluenza. Affluenza. He didn't know how to do this. So, you know, they're, they're just standing up for their rights. They, they're, there's always some reason why the white man isn't really responsible. The same way there's always some reason why it was the, the black person or the woman or the right. other person's fault. So. Right. And some, somebody who's usually not in a position to get the kind of help, uh, legal help that they need, the, the mm -hmm. kind of support that they need to make a good case and stand up for themselves. And I had that thought when I was watching um, the first episode of Making a Murderer. Oh, yeah. I was yeah. watching the... Um, which Marie is only one episode One episode into. In. So she will... This is the only episode you've seen, which is great. You can, uh, you can spoil it. I'll, I will. <laughs> well, the, you know, Google can spoil it, too. Um... The they're interviewing his cousin in the deposition, one of his cousins, he has a bunch, but 
Um, of course, they're the all related that by he, like one person. The cousin that he's like sexually molested. Mm. Um, well, he would like run out like naked and. That's right. Um, they were. This was the deposition that you find out later. It was an interview from um, her being on trial during the the lawsuit that he was filing for wrongful mm-hmm. imprisonment. Um, but his lawyers were really like going after her, like, well, why? You know, you you didn't like him. You didn't like him. You tried to do this. You did that. And um, they're leaving out completely that, like, you know, yeah, she he he was sexually sexually assaulted her. Of course, she didn't like him. But it was mm-hmm. her fault that she didn't like him. Like, you made this happen. You're the reason. Because there's there's a theory that the reason he got like railroaded into prison for this rape is her husband was a sheriff. Mm-hmm. And so her husband said, okay, well, you know, send this guy away. He's messing with my wife. Right. Um, so. I had forgotten about that. I had forgotten the fact that her husband was actually on the police force. Was it the same police force that arrested him? It was, him? yes. Okay. Um, so that they were naturally uh, suspicious of him and prejudiced towards him because of that. Exactly. And that, that is, that's the, the whole theory for why he got put away for the rape. To begin okay. with, um, and why there was so much sort of shady stuff that went on as mm-hmm. far as that that trial was concerned was so real quick for just anybody who's listening who hasn't watched this yet or doesn't know what this is about. Um, I forget his first name, but Jay- Stephen Steve- Avery. Stephen Avery. He was a guy who back uh, you know twenty years ago was um, he was arrested and convicted of a rape uh, charge that it turns out later on, you know, almost 18 years later, he was acquitted for um, because of DNA evidence. So he's released from prison after serving 18 years for this rape charge that turns out he didn't commit. And then not that long afterwards, he um, he decides to sue the police department. Yes. Um, for damages. Like $36 million. Yeah, for a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And the insurance companies rule that they will not pay out the money. So mm-hmm. it's all on the police. The police and the, the individuals city. In the, the city. Basically yeah. the city or the county who's in charge of it. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, then he, uh, he files for this, you know, settlement. Um, the people who were involved in the original case, a lot of people who are still on the police force have to go before a judge and testify, you know, and and ha- be deposed. And then not very long after this happens, then he's accused of murdering a right. woman. Right. So, I mean, one of the things that I, I they, they definitely skewed it towards Stephen Avery and like making painting him in a good light. And I'm not really I don't want to talk about whether he's guilty or not guilty. It's more about kind of the the. The reaction to the women in the trial that mm. kind of interested me. And one of the things, um, when his cousin is telling the story about how he ran her off the road, pointed a gun at her, um, and was, like, shouting at her because she had, uh, you know, told people that he was sexually assaulting her, um, her his lawyers said that um, she had diminished her role in provoking him. Mm. So he was assaulting her now because she had gone around telling everyone what he had done and bad-mouthing him around town. And so it was okay for him to have this violent reaction Mm. and that it was not, therefore, not okay for the sheriff's department to react so poorly. Um, And one of the things I find very alarming is, you know, it seems pretty obvious from the documentary that the sheriff's department had absolutely no interest in actually catching the person who who raped this woman. Right. Um, And, you know, we've talked before about how rape isn't really treated like a serious crime, um, and are we talking about the original, the original, rape, the original, the original rape yeah. that he definitely didn't commit. Okay. And it seems extremely obvious that the police department never really cared who actually committed it. Mm-hmm. And this woman was like nearly beaten to death mm-hmm. and raped. And they thought, okay, well, and if you look at the guy who actually did it, he does look quite a bit like Stephen Avery. So right. I can see how from her perspective, it would be like, okay, well, that's the guy who did it. But Right. And speaking as look- somebody who's had, you know, had a, I was never, it wasn't a rape, but having a gun pulled on me, like, I couldn't tell you what that guy looks like. Yeah. When you're going through a traumatic instance no. like that, a lot of times you just block it out. Exactly. Um, so it, but it seems obvious they never really had any fire under them to find out who'd actually raped this woman it was Mm -hmm. about well we have enough proof that it could be him even ignoring all the evidence that it wasn't him Mm -hmm. so even if they truly believed yes we have our guy at Stephen Avery but there's all this stuff that might maybe doesn't add up could it be someone else 
Mm-hmm. And then you get phone calls saying, oh, it's, you know, this guy is saying that that he committed this rape, but mm-hmm. another guy's serving for it. Okay, well, bye. Um, nobody ever gave a, gave a damn about the women or the actual crime or the actual rape. The mm-hmm. only reason that the actual rapist was caught is because Stephen Avery kept going through appeals court. And right. Stephen Avery kept testing DNA the better the technology got. Right. Otherwise, the actual rapist would still be beating and raping women, as he had been. Right. And... That's kind of, and, and that's not even something that people are talking about. People are talking about, oh my God, we can't believe the judicial, the judicial <laughs> system is so broken. We can't believe what they did to his cousin. We can't believe what they did to this man and the way the system totally railroaded him. What about the fact that it seems like the sheriff's department used the female victims mm-hmm. as a means to an end to get rid of this guy? There is, even in the the second case, the homicide case, it really doesn't seem like they tested everything. Like they actually mm-hmm. had an incentive to figure out who had done this to this woman. Mm-hmm. They just thought, okay, well, this guy may have done it. It seems likely enough. Let's get that to stick. Right. There doesn't feel like a real sense of outrage and a real push to get actual justice. Right. Was and and I felt that way too about the nephew that was you know brought into this situation and and he was also I mean he's a sp- obviously special needs yes. like there was. There's a level of intelligence that's just not there to be able to make, you know, accurate, you know, decisions and to actually tell people exactly what happened. He had a hard time even describing what he did that day, you know. So this is a kid who obviously has some deficits. And I, you know, watched that as well. And it was cringeworthy watching them take this person who can barely explain, you know, here's what I did today, let alone what happened a month ago. Um, and and using him as this tool just as again a means to an end yeah. to try to get it. So it's it's victimization and mm-hmm. it's you know. But but what's sad is that this is just one small case. Exactly, and that this, this is... happens all the time. Right. Um, and there's a whole slew of issues. I mean, I think part of the problem is that they really had to paint Stephen Avery in this positive light because mm-hmm. otherwise no one would have cared because mm-hmm. people don't treat people who are accused of crimes like human beings. They don't treat their families like human beings because right. people don't, they lack empathy. Um, so they left out a lot of very crucial information about other sexual assaults, about women complaining about him, the fact that he had purchased the same kind of restraints that were used mm-hmm. on um, Teresa Holbach and all of these other things that, like, you know, he'd set fire to a cat. He dipped it in oil yeah. and set it on fire when he was 20 years old. That was where I decided that he this was guy a was an dirty asshole. Bastard. Yeah, he was gross and just, mm-hmm. uh, fuck this guy. Um, yeah, and he, he did um, sexually assault and harass a lot of women. I don't know that he actually physically raped anyone. That yeah. was never proven by anyone. But he did have his fair share of, of assaults and sure. harassment. And uh, allegedly, he also molested his nephew, who was mm, the same one that we him. were just talking about. Right. Yeah, because there right. was an, an interview with his mother, a phone call with his mother that was recorded, where he explained, "Well, I was afraid of him, you know, and he used to mm-hmm. touch me, and he used to do this." And um, he didn't want to speak up against his uncle at right. court. Or but his like uncle that. is yeah. not, or th- this nephew, he's not exactly a a good witness one way or the other because no. it doesn't. It he's not he's not functioning. Like he doesn't have the IQ to actually function. Right. Or to even stick with the story. So we well, can never Stephen really tell. Avery also, I think they said his, his IQ, IQ was, was in like the 70s. 70s. Mm-hmm. So we're talking about a family that's not known for their mental prowess no. and their ability to make good decisions. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, and to me, I think, you know, the, the gist of the show is talk. It's it's about victimization, not yeah. just but so little was spent on the woman who actually died. Exactly. Or the woman who was actually raped and the, the focus of it. And that's fine because that was the whole point of the the um documentary and maybe it did help to shine some more light on these victims that nobody would have ever heard about if if it hadn't been for this show yeah um but but focusing on the victimization that happens of people who are poor who can't afford you know to have good you know the only reason why Stephen avery had good lawyers for his case was because because he used the settlement yeah well (laughs) Because he used the settlement exactly. money from the from exactly. the county, right, towards that. So yeah, but it uh, and the police department, as far as their their handling of the case, were either incredibly stupid and just didn't think enough to mm-hmm. go after the people who actually did these things to these women, or were malicious and mm-hmm. were trying to pin it on someone t- for their own gain. And honestly, I feel like that those are both motives or both. And I. Th- I the, the longer I, I think I have two episodes left, the more I watch, the more I feel like there's a combination of like t- 
two different kinds of people in the story. Mm -hmm. There were the ones who were malicious, and there were the ones who were too stupid to know any yeah. better. People, people who were just inept and bad at their job. Exactly. They were just bad at their job. And, and, or lazy or... Or lazy or whatever. And mm -hmm. then uh, complacent. And then you have people who were just downright, like, we have to nail this guy to the wall. However it happens, exactly. just make it happen, you know? So, yeah, it's, it's really terrifying. I mean, we had something similar. Well, I don't want to say similar, but we had... When it comes to the way the police handle some of these issues, we had a um, issue here in Orange County a couple of years ago, like five, ten years ago, where it was a, a kid who was the son of the Orange County, I think he was like the head of the sheriff's department, and this kid was accused of um, being a member of, of or being a part of a gang rape. And just the cover-up that started to take place around that as soon as his name was floated as somebody who might have been involved in this crime, it was just this cover-up on top of cover-up and changing stories and everything. And it was obvious that it was yeah. because his father was so high up in, in the justice system in Orange County, but nobody talked about the girl. Yeah. No, you know? Well, women, poor people, mm -hmm. minorities, they're all disposable. Yeah. As long as you've got, you know, the rich white guys on top, everything's fine. But women are fighting back now with the hashtag. Hashtag. <laughs> so, yeah, there is a new hashtag on Twitter, and it is definitely a, a joke, um, although some of them seem really harsh. Let me find my, my correct waste one. His, it's called Waste His Time yeah. 2016. Um, and it's things like, <laughs> finally allow him to take you on a date, and then after, dr have him drop you off at your other man's house. Hashtag Waste His Time 2016. <laughs> He's your baby in the messages, but when he talks to you in person, introduce him as your friend. <laughs> Get him pregnant, tell him you gotta run to the store for some milk real quick, and never come back. Oh, uh, I hate it when that happens. Wait until he catches feelings, and then ask him if it's his friend is single. Oh. Ask him if he is good with his hands, then when he comes over, make him put together that Ikea furniture. <laughs> <laughs> Tweet about how you have no one texting you, and when he texts you, don't reply. Tell him y'all serious, but when he posts pictures of you as his WCW, tell him to take it down and chill out. Wow. So the, the idea behind this hashtag mm -hmm. is it's women doing what men have been doing to women forever. Okay. Um, and... I don't know when the last time you were single was, but guys do do this. They lead you on. They do all kinds of strange things. Which oh, I've I always some felt horrible is dating. Completely yeah. unnecessary because I'm like, well, you know, I wasn't exactly looking to marry you, so we could have just done that if you yeah. were honest. You didn't have to start talking about a minivan on our second date and then be oh. like, oh, I was just trying to play, girl. I'm like, I don't, I don't, uh, men. Anyway. Obviously. So the goal of this is to do what? To it's humorous. It's to make, it's to kind of strike back at the, uh, at the kind of games that men like to play when okay. dating. Leave his message unread for a week, then finally text him back and tell him he was asleep the whole time. <laughs> Things like that. Things men genuinely do. Tell him to come over, then fall asleep and don't answer the I'm here text. Uh, tell him you're not looking for anything serious, then get in a relationship the next week with someone else. And these are things that happen to everyone. Sure. Unfortunately, mm -hmm. as you might have guessed, there are a lot of people who are taking it a little too seriously. Mm -hmm. Namely men. Because I haven't seen any women be like, yeah, this bitch did that to me last week. Because yeah. it wastes his time. It wastes his, her, her time. I don't know. There's some really angry More lesbians lesbian that i in my life. So uh, <laughs> it very well could be them. You have no idea. All these women are absolutely bonkers. So this is by uh, a Facebook commenter. Uh, if some dirtbag man has fucked you over and you go out and find a good dude just to fuck him over, the dirtbag dude clearly mind-fucked you. You self-sabotaging... You're self-sabotaging yourself. So, like, the fact that this mm -hmm. is humor... I don't know if it's the idea that women are intelligent enough to come up with, like, sardonic humor that they're yeah. just not getting, but... Um, ugh, well... There are a lot of very, very angry men. Um, you're a fool if you think these lunatics are joking. They've done it before. I promise you they will do all these things mentioned again. Girls are crazy and irrational. They do all these sorts of things. It's a joke when a guy says it because the average guy wouldn't do crazy shit. Wow. Uh, really? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so can I be honest about something? When I first saw this, I didn't really think it was all that funny. I, I personally... I'm, no. I'm of the opinion that 
you know, if you want to be mean, you're just making yourself a target. So Some of them are funnier than others, though. Some of them are funny, but a lot of them I read by women who are not that, Yeah, a lot of them were just mean. Actually, mean. I, I, mean. I found it because one of my Facebook friends, who I didn't think really understood that it was a joke. He kind Because of, the article he posted was a BuzzFeed one, and the BuzzFeed one, this is not it, was mm-hmm. vicious. Yeah. Um, their, the like, BuzzFeed best one ones the one was I vicious. Yeah. And yeah. they were And funny. he was, as a man, like, this is scary. Like, I don't want to date these people. Like, is this what women are going to do to me? And no, no male, no gentleman. This is not what women are going to do with you. I felt bad for any guy who was like a genuinely nice guy who read those going, oh shit. Well, the next. All these women are against me. Yeah. The next one I moved on to uh, had a picture of Kim Kardashian and Chris Humphreys Uh and said, get them on your reality show. (laughs) Throw the most expensive (laughs) wedding you can imagine and then break (laughs) up with him three days later. So some of them are really good and actually funny. Okay, those those that's funny, but the whole the whole like um, you know I I think it was the Buzzfeed. It was Buzzfeed's was awful. And the Buzzfeed was just mean. It was like mm-hmm. you know, get and him even to their bu- comments were mean. Yeah, it was like get him to buy you dinner and then break up with him. Like that's not funny. That's just mean. You know. So when it's obviously a joke, that's one thing. But it I was, was reading it, going, I can see why a lot of guys would see that and be mad at it. But then the comment that oh, all girls are this way and this never happens mm-hmm. guys are never like this that's guys are totally okay the bullshit. text message one 100 sorry is- i was sleeping that was hilarious <laughs> for a week <laughs> because I, I have had that happen to me and you're like oh yeah were you in a coma you fucking asshole fortunately um, i never really dated a whole lot and when i have dated maria's been there to help me out like <laughs> oh yeah with the fallout no go, with, like, girl the i've bad- been trying a pumpkin spice latte this one no with fresh the, and easy with the fresh and easy. <laughs> <laughs> Is that your code word? <laughs> you want to go to pork. fresh and easy? Apricot pork. Break up chili. I think that, I mean, chili for you. Yeah. Oh. There was a couple breakups. Marie, no, this one was from me. complex.com. It was, I think, much funnier than the BuzzFeed one. Um, you know, things like they ask him if he's good with his hands, and then when he comes over, make him put together IKEA furniture. Like, that's, that's obviously. Funny. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> With diagrams. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's 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 different. I mean, but there was also a fake news article that I saw. Oh, where... my God. Yeah, that <laughs> fake news article was terrifying. So it was actually kind of, it was, um, where is, so there's one that says, like, you know, have him do stuff and then, and then tell him, like, have him drop you off at your man's house. Right. Uh, so this fake news article is kind of presented like a real news article the whole time, and you realize it's fake if you're not an idiot at the end. Uh, but this girl in the article is mm. on a date with this guy, and he takes her to Victoria's Secret and buys her panties. He takes her out to dinner. He takes her to the movies. And then she has him drop her off at her boyfriend's house. And when they get to her boyfriend's house, um, she says, oh, you know, he's like, oh, is this where you live? And she's like, no, this is where my man lives, and these panties are for him. And so he stabs her to death. Right. And in the story, this is where shit really goes off the rails. So funny. The police come and arrest him, but let him go because the bitch had it coming. And that's literally how the article phrases it. So this is this new site, this quote unquote site Mm -hmm. is like... Uh, the Onion, written by bros, by like, bros, just like totally by bros, because like, I don't know if like bros are really an angry group. But just group. not smart people, like not smart, not funny. There's no, no just hateful. Wit. And then you go There's into no the wit. comments, and the comments are really frightening because everybody's oh, yeah. like, "Bitch got what she oh, deserved." Yeah, exactly. If you don't want to get stabbed to death, you shouldn't have a man take you to dinner when you have a boyfriend. Like, really, yeah. I don't think you should have a man take you to dinner when you have a boyfriend. But I don't think that the punishment for that should be getting stabbed to death. In the yeah, this is a college experiment. Like this is like somebody's you would think like social media class that made could be. this up, and then just to see people's reaction. Maybe, like, but, so but the reaction, the reactions stupid. are what's really scary. Yeah, the reactions the point, of everybody like, being like. It's her fault she got stabbed Yeah, to that death. was the scariest part was, like, a couple if, of people just wrote in the comments, good. Like, mm-hmm. one word, like, oh, well, good. Like, we good. like that this woman's been killed. Like, women should be nice and flowery and take care of them. And now, if he'd, like, smacked her, I can see people being like, yeah, that bitch deserved a smack. She did not deserve to get, this fictional bitch did not deserve to get stabbed, <laughs> to, get to, stabbed death to death over and over and over. To get OJ'd and then on die her in the road. front yard. And, yeah. you know, and... 
the fact that these guys who are commenting are so dumb that they believe that's how the legal system works, that the cop arrives to the scene of a murder and just goes, yeah, well, I guess she had it coming since you told me that story. Right. <laughs> and leaves. Like, yes, that's the judicial system in America, ladies and gentlemen. They're just going to blame it on Stephen Avery. <laughs> they should. He'll be the one. He'll be the one that they just pull him up every time something goes wrong. Up in prison in Wisconsin. Yeah, well, this bitch, you know, had some other guy buy her panties and she got stabbed to death. Oh, that was Avery. Stephen Avery. Stephen Avery. Better get, out. The, get the Wisconsin <laughs> County police on it. God. Uh, did anything good happen this week? First week um, of January. My boyfriend got me uh, an autograph, so that's nice. Oh, that's good. Mm-hmm. What was the autograph? Some, I'm like completely from Billy D. Williams. Oh my, yeah, my brain is now Lando. Working. Yeah, yeah, it's cute. All he called me smoothie. Smoothie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I liked about this week? What Amanda? Jennifer Lawrence. <laughs> You You always love Jennifer Lawrence. I have a huge. You do. You know what's funny? I was thinking about this today. Uh You are always talking shit about my generation, but to me, like Jennifer Lawrence is like good side of my generation, and then what's Lena Dunham is like everything I hate about millennials. Thank you. Everything I hate about millennials, and you love her, and yet she's like. I don't queen of millennial twats, and you're like Lena Dunham. I don't oh love. God. I wouldn't say that I love Lena yeah. Dunham. Well, you don't crush on her like Jennifer Lawrence because no. she's not as pretty. Well, no, it's not <laughs> even that. Superficial. <laughs> no, she's calling out. <laughs> she is. She's calling me out. It's um, fine. You can have a type that doesn't. You know, just because I, Lena is a good girl doesn't mean you have to love. Her. Okay, here's what I love about Jennifer Lawrence. She photobombs stupid people on the red carpet like she does every her whole thing is not being what they want her to be but in a fun way kind of you know what i mean it's i think like, she's just being herself because i feel like exactly if, if she was not doing what they wanted her to do it would be super gimmicky but i think she just does she whatever is herself she well and that's what i mean i guess that's what i mean is she she doesn't play by the hollywood rule yeah. book or and whatever she's way funnier than Kristen stewart she i agree <laughs> Kristen stewart. she's much more likable yeah Kristen stewart a mannequin is better than Kristen stewart my mannequin is more i that you're Dominican is but no Lena Dunham is I don't know she's I mean she I like a lot of what she has to say as far as women's rights go I like what she has to say as far as feminism issues and gender equality issues but the way she goes about some things I can totally see why it rubs people the wrong way Mm -hmm. it doesn't really bug me but whatever what I love about Jennifer Lawrence this week is that she um was interviewed for Glamour magazine and it was about Planned Parenthood and I think it's since she's become best friends with Amy Schumer like it's the best thing that's ever happened Mm -hmm. to either one of them in their entire lives it's like this magical spark was created when the two of them they're definitely dynamic duo they are I'm gonna get you a little heart that has a picture of both of them in it and I'm gonna put it next to you a little locket Mm -hmm. I would wear it every day maybe oh you know what maybe do they make vibrators that you can put pictures in? I don't they know. should. We should do this. this is, is that a, I think this they is, make them with iPads. Oh, do you know they make vibrators? They are vibrators or dildos or both that you can put human ashes in? Ew, why? Yeah. That is so wrong. that when you're a widow, you can still do it with your that husband. <laughs> Oh, it's very... The I things mean, you find on the out. internet. I don't know why that would even... I mean, but... Have you even said your Jennifer Lawrence thing no. yet? Or have I become so ADD? I'm still stuck on the on the ashes and the dildo. I'm, I'm thinking about, like, why would you need pictures on your dildo? Because you're not looking at it's it. It's for you. You're for your girl crush. I, I get it, but you know, it's but not... It's such a huge girl crush. Okay, so... This is what our fans are going to start doing. They're going to start shipping you guys. I know. You're going to have a three-way romance oh, with Schumer and, and J-Law. Oh, my God. No, the three of us would just, like... We would we would just hang out all day. We would maybe, like, go to a farmer's market. I'm just thinking oh my about God. my magical Froyo. We'd get Froyo. I'm just thinking about my magical three-way date with Amy Schumer and and J Law. Um. No, this this week on. So she was interviewed by Glamour magazine, and and they were asking her. I guess they got on the topic of Planned Parenthood, and she was she made the statement, and I thought this was awesome that she was really happy that there was Planned Parenthood around for her when she was a teenager because she lived in. And I love this. This is what made me. I mean, she just says this stuff, and I love her so much. She grew up in a Jesus house, 
And I'm like, unless you grew up in a Jesus house, like, you wouldn't understand why that's funny. But it's so yes. accurate. Yeah. Like, if you grew up in a house where it's just like, they don't tell you about sex. Like, sex is a dirty word. Like, it was in my house. You're just supposed to learn it on your own somehow. But they don't talk about it because it's a Jesus house. Because of God. And we it's... don't speak of such things here. Exactly. We don't, talk, we don't talk about dirty <laughs> things like sex and touching. You're basically just told, don't do it. But you don't understand what it is that you're you're not supposed mm -hmm. to be doing. Just don't do any of Just it. Just don't do it. We and learned as Catholics that it was a plywood board with a hole in it. What? <laughs> I'm just kidding. What? That's the, called the, a glory hole. That is a in the garage. And you don't do that for free. Plywood. That's a glory That's hole. A Oh man, <laughs> she, she was a we're hole. like, oh my god, you were raised by child molesters. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, Catholics. This is frightening. <laughs> Those Catholics will do anything to little children. Oh, Catholics. Body condoms. Sorry, yeah, Catholics. body condoms. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so much oh, I'm learning about Catholics. Catholics. Body condoms. Um, so <laughs> it's a family joke. Glory holes and body condoms. <laughs> body condoms. I can see the Pope mm. like getting down with a body condom. This oh pope. God, no! no it's got Thank a you for red, that visual. Like an old flappy hat, a little, like a little Pope hat, balls down to his knees. Oh yeah. <laughs> what about condoms that look like little Pope hats? Oh, it's disturbing. So, so, so she said she grew up in a Jesus house, so it, she didn't learn about sex, which sounds very familiar because I went through the same thing. And if it weren't for Planned Parenthood, then she would never have like learned about any of this stuff or gotten birth control or anything. And she could have had a very different life. She could have gotten pregnant by accident. You know, she may she not would have, have had been a career. On sixteen and pregnant, she would have been on sixteen and pregnant. But they didn't have it back then. But they maybe would have invented it for her because she's so amazing that she would need a TV show. I think to they talk did have it. it back then. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I'm anyway. pretty sure they did. So, no, I thought that that was really good because I, I had a shared experience and I grew up in that way. Unfortunately for me, though, I did end up getting pregnant and having an abortion. So that's the concept. I don't feel bad about it. No, I mean, I, it, well, I mean, it could have been less expensive. It could, I mean, it's it's just one of those things where it's like, wow, you guys could have taken 15 minutes to maybe explain <laughs> how all this shit works or maybe get me some birth control right. and not just assume that kids aren't going to do what kids do, you know, and not get in trouble and then... You yeah, know, that's the consequence. So thanks, mom. Thanks, mom. Thanks, Obama. <laughs> As a person whose mother listens to this podcast, yes. I am just going to abstain from this whole <laughs> conversation because I don't need my mom mad at me. That's okay. She's going to be mad at me anyway, just for. Saying I think your mom that. says she was going to use our podcast. She's going to play it for students. For her students, mm -hmm. yeah. so anything I say is going to be presented. In <laughs> University. Oh, oh he's such like a twat Liz when I said that. Charmed life. Uh, I know. I'm so jealous. She's such a liberal elitist. <laughs> Somebody Liz. get me a latte. You're such a intellectual elite. I love it when lucky conservatives. Liz. I know, lucky Liz. <laughs> I love it when conservatives use the term intellectual elite, like being yeah, smart is something. I went that, to college. <laughs> like being smart is something we like to throw in Twice. people's face. I went to I colleged so hard. I do actually though. I but that's because that's because I'm a bitch, not because I'm an intellectual. No, it's like true. I throw my intelligence in people's faces. All. Like there's this woman who just gives me this horrible headache and she never shuts up. And I was talking Is this a and, and it well maybe can neither <laughs> confirm nor deny. <laughs> so I was talking to another person and yep. um, I was talking in a weird voice and she was like, oh my God, that voice. And I'm like, I know, don't you just hate it when somebody who uses a really annoying voice never shuts up? Completely over her head. It was so good, though. Oh, good one, Liz. Oh, <laughs> you cracked me up. It's great making fun of stupid people, because if you do it right, they have no idea what's You're happening. You're like one of those smart, waste-his-time people Ooh. online. I, I only do it to women. That's true. Okay, waste her time. <laughs> In your face, chatty That's lady. That's not true. I do it to stupid men, too, but I'd never find any. Which isn't because I'm, like, not... That's not that sounds bad, too. Like, women are dumb, right, guys? I just <laughs> happened. Feminist podcast? Like, right? Where am I? What's that? I got really. What's it's really hot in here, guys. I'm changing. Somebody give Liz a glass of water. I, uh, <laughs> no, what I meant. Her I, face is getting redder and redder, too. <laughs> I, you know what? I think we just need I'm to end it. I'm not around a lot of like women. Just, that was what I meant. I'm not around a lot of men. I don't think you're around a lot of people in general. <laughs> <I don't. laughs> 
I think we just need to leave it there. And on today. that bombshell. And on that bombshell. We'll end. Um, Liz hates women. Liz hates women. Um, Amanda wants to have a three-way I, with J-Lo and Schumer. Mm-hmm. And uh, Maria is just going to hit that glory hole when she gets home. <laughs> you know what? Maria looks wait. a little bit like Amy Schumer. Put a blonde oh, wig yeah. on her. Oh, mm-hmm. That's a compliment. That is a mm-hmm. compliment. See? <laughs> I do have a friend that looks like Amy Schumer. Oh, no, you I look like Amy Schumer. Her. You need a friend that looks like, like <laughs> J-Law, and then you need to come over and seduce take this me? little tartlet. No, I don't need seducing. She already just said fro-yo. take me. Just fro <laughs> Just for you, just maybe a latte, like a latte, latte even Starbucks, like just McDonald's, All right? Just, okay, like well, coffee. this has been Debbie Doubters. Yes. We have been a three way that is not nearly as hot as Amanda, <laughs> J Law, and Schumer. <laughs> and uh, and, and good night, yes. Uh, we'll see you next time for we'll see you next Women time. in the Media, or aka Amanda spends an hour talking about Amy Schumer and Jennifer. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's just going to be a separate episode all by yourself. Anyway, on behalf of all of us, I'm Amanda. And I'm Liz. And I'm Maria. And <laughs> we'll see you next time. <laughs> Bye. Bye.